Vegas Nation is sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app today and get a bonus up to $100 when you sign up. You're listening to Vegas Nation. It's time for Takeaways with me, Heidi Fang. What's up, everybody? This is your host, Heidi Fang, of the Takeaways podcast for Vegas Nation. Today, I'm joined by Fernando Ramirez, who covers the Chargers and also is part of Compass on the Beat. That uh, one of the compas left, but we're going to talk about that and get into it <laughs> all about what, what's going on there. Um, first of all, I want to remind everybody to hit subscribe wherever you're listening. And also we are brought to you by Station Casinos, STN Sports. Download the mobile app today. All right, Fernando, thank you, first of all, so much for joining me. How's everything been with you, man? Hey, thank you so much for having me. You're you're a compa, so obviously I was I would never say no to you. So obviously Aww. I would jump on and. I appreciate you having me on. Everything's been good. I mean, I was on the Notre Dame beat for a little bit, but um, like I told Gilbert, I'm like, hey, I believe in the product that we're doing with Compass on the beat. I feel like we need to grow it. I feel like I need to come back. Being over there, it was hard with our schedules and everything to really do what we're doing now. And now we have four shows going on. Uh, my brother and I are doing a What's Up Bolts kind of podcast about the Chargers. He's doing with one of our producers, Victor, he's doing a, House of Horns, which is a Rams podcast. We're also doing a combat sports podcast, and we're yes. doing regular compas on the beat. So it's uh, it's a little bit of uh, of all the stuff that people like, and and we've really tried to grow it in the last uh, in the last few months, and and we're actually doing really well, and and we're happy that uh, fans are liking the product. So that's obviously the important part of the whole thing is that the fans enjoy it. Yes, I do too. And I, I check out all the things that you guys have going on. It's always a good camaraderie to see you and our boy Gilbert Manzano, who was part of the review journal for some time on the Raiders beat. Uh, you're actually doing the this week with the chargers at the OC register, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm filling in for uh, Elliot who, uh, who's on vacation and, uh, and uh, they asked me, can you fill in? I was like, yeah, it'll be fun. So, it's definitely been cool to see everybody back in the in the building, and hopefully I'll be able to cover the Chargers the rest of the season with uh, with uh, hopefully another company or somebody. But uh, I'm definitely excited for to be back, and and honestly, the Chargers are like family to me, so they welcome me back with open arms. And everybody was like, "Hey, nice to see you again." And I'm like, "Hey," so it was a uh, it was a pretty cool uh, mini reunion. But it's time to get back to business and uh, and do what we got to do, which is obviously uh, cover this weekend's game, man. This this is going to be a great – I think this is going to be a really uh, – even better than the Sunday night game that, uh, that happened last year. This is going to be a this is going to be a good opening day weekend game. This feels like it has so much energy surrounding it, especially with the way that the last – you mentioned the last game finish out, all those fourth downs uh, and what ended up happening, how the Raiders won it in the end. Uh, what do you feel yeah. like the feeling is right now with some of the Chargers who were there during that game and what it maybe is factoring into it for them emotionally and mentally as they're preparing for this one? Yeah, and I'm, and I'm sure – I mean, today's basically the first day we're going to see – I mean, we saw them on Monday – but really nothing was talked about that. I'm sure today that's going to be brought up more. Uh, I think for these guys, it's over their head. I mean, they, they, they don't really care about it. It's something that happened in the past. Now they're focused on the future. They're focused on this season. Uh, this is a different Chargers team than the one that took the field against the uh, Raiders last year. I mean, they've added Khalil Mack. They've added, I don't know if JC Jackson will play that one still up in the air. 
but they've added some uh, some uh, uh, defensive line help. They've added some pieces. So this is going to be a, a completely different defense than the one that the Chargers and then the Raiders faced last year. So I'm sure that most of the guys that are on the team are com- have completely – they haven't put it all the way in the back of their mind, but I'm sure that they're uh, – that um, that it's not lingering over their heads or anything because this is just this is week one. It's not like it's week eighteen again, and it's a win and you're in situation. So I'm sure that the guys uh, are um, have got it. Uh, have ha- aren't li- it's not lingering, right? And as you start to look to some of the comments made by Derwin James, who was on the Pat McAfee show. Uh, I saw that you were transcribing some of the things that he was answering yeah. on, you know, Justin Herbert is such a competitor, first of all. And he was Der- Derwin James talking about his personality and how he's becoming more of a leader. I mean, you saw him on the sidelines during that game, but man, never wanted to tie so bad. And, you know, like you could see just the yeah. competitive fire in him. What uh, do you make of your impressions of Justin Herbert and coming into this season with the Chargers? Justin Herbert is, I think he flips a switch on Sundays. I've, I've noticed that. I think, so I've been listening to some of the, like so they have a show called All In and Keenan Allen's talked about it. Mike Williams has talked about it. Even, uh, even uh, Derwin spoke about it. When Sundays happen, Derwin flips a, or Derwin, uh, Justin flips a switch and becomes a competitive I, I think he turns into one of the most competitive quarterbacks in the NFL you just don't see it because of his easygoing nature and I mean all the stuff that came out about him before the draft which is not true he's really become a leader the, the players love him they all talk about they're like oh Herbo they all have different nicknames for him but they all love him they all respect him and they all see him as their leader so when people say, oh, he's not a leader, no, he is a leader. He's leading this offense, and uh, like I said, the offense trusts him, the defense trusts him, everybody trusts him, and they love him. And uh, even uh, quarterbacks coach Shane Day has raved about Justin, and he's like, sometimes he does stuff that even I'm like, whoa, what? It, what like, how? How does he do this stuff? So uh, so I know that Justin has the the – the respect and the admiration that any that a Tom Brady, a Patrick Mahomes, and Aaron Rodgers, those guys have from their teams. That's exactly what this team sees in uh, Justin Herbert, and and he is a leader of this team, and he is uh, and he's obviously the best player on this team. Well, I don't know if Khalil Mack might take the reins of that when he starts playing for this team. I don't know. Um, I feel like, you know, he's always one of those players that will surface on the radar at some point. You just don't know when he's like a shark circling the waters. Right. But no J.C. Jackson in this one. Uh, So out of the two new additions there that you got on defense that were marquee additions between Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson, uh, Raider fans, Charger fans will just get to see Mack. What do you make of those two, though, as being additions to this defense and what they can add? Well, obviously, we'll start off with J.C. Jackson. J.C. Jackson is a cornerback that uh, he basically he finds the ball. So he I mean, he's not one to to jump around or to try and not not guess routes, but he just stands there and the ball comes right to him and he intercepts. He has, uh, I think he's top three in interceptions in the last four or five seasons. So he's that for a reason. Uh, obviously the Patriots wanted to keep him, but it was too much money for, for them, especially because they spent so much money last off season during free agency. Uh, but he's the guy that's really developed well within the, within their organization. 
uh, he had moved up and now it was time for him to get paid and the Chargers paid him because they feel like he fits the scheme that Brandon Staley wants to run on defense. So he's going to be, whenever he comes back, he's going to be a big addition. And you saw during training camp, during training camp, he was always wanting to guard either the Keenan or Mike. He was always on them. He was like, he literally stuck with them most of the time. So he's going to be, uh, he's going to be interesting to watch when he comes back, when he has to face uh, Devonte Adams or when he has to face uh, a big time receiver, it'll be interesting to watch him. But when you talk about Khalil Mack, I mean, you're literally talking about one of the best pass rushers. And I know, uh, Raid, the Raider fans and Raider Nation know him. Uh, he used to be a monster for them. I remember Philip Rivers would always, like, at least get sacked once or twice by him back when the it was Chargers Raiders and everything. So uh, you add him with Joey Bose, and I feel like you have one of the best tandems in the NFL. So I know Derek Carr is going to be uh, – if that offensive line isn't um, – isn't, uh, isn't running as smoothly as the mm-hmm. Josh McDaniels and Derek Carr hope. I think it'll be a heavy day of Khalil and uh, Joey all over uh, Derek Carr all day if uh, if the offensive line can't hold it up. But they're two very good additions, and and Khalil's very familiar with uh, Brandon Staley's defense. So that's uh, and he's underrated in the run game too. So uh, so that'll definitely help a Chargers team who was terrible against the run last year. Right there, let's hold on, take a quick break. Hold that thought, Fernando, because we're going to come back and discuss it more as we get into this game. We're going to hear from Josh McDaniels, his thoughts on the upcoming matchup against the Chargers at SoFi Stadium on Sunday. And also we'll hear from some of the players in the locker rooms. Locker rooms are back, so stay tuned right here on the Takeaways Edition of the Vegas Nation podcast. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. much time you've had to assess like what Josh Jacobs has done, the addition of Zimmer White, but just generally when you think about Josh McDaniels and, and what he's done well with the Patriots, it's designing good game plans and sometimes yep. they are run heavy even if even if you have a weapon like Devontae Adams, uh, you know, if he sees a, a path to winning, he'll take it. So what do you think like game plan wise, if you're Josh McDaniels, how he would try to plan against the chargers in terms of weaknesses? I would, uh, to be completely honest, I think using the running backs in different ways is going to help the Raiders win the game. Uh, I think uh, screen passes underneath check downs. I feel like that really is going to, uh, it would exploit a little bit of what I think the chargers are kind of lack. I think their linebacker depth is a little weak. So, uh, and linebacker is usually the position that sniffs out the, the. Um, I mean, if I had to say a weakness on their defense, it's going to be linebacker. Um, but I feel like uh, that underneath stuff, that's going to help running backs gain five, six, seven, eight yards, and that'll help them move the chains a little bit easier. That's what I feel like a Josh McDaniels offense does. I know that. Everybody wants that brand new, uh, that brand new weapon. Oh, I think I just passed John Cena on the freeway. Uh, <laughs> I think that was John Cena. <laughs> that was one of I the most swear. random things I've ever heard anyone say on this podcast. That's why we love you, uh, Fernando. What, uh, what was he? What was he driving? What's he doing? Uh, What's John Cena uh, up to? A Rolls Royce. I oh damn! That was John Cena. 
Uh, so, uh, well, I can't see him. So obviously, I don't know if that was. Right. But, uh, Go catch up. But yeah, that's no, him to be on the podcast. Hey, I need him on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) we'll get him on the podcast first, and then we'll uh, send him your way. I know he's a huge NFL fan, Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's the way I would. That's the way I would. uh, I would approach that. The running backs are going to be key. I know that obviously Raider fans want their big bad weapons: Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, and uh, and Devontae Adams. But the way the Patriots used to win games with Tom Brady, it was throwing. it, It was going against the weakness of the opposing team exploiting that weakness like you said and uh, a weakness for the charge in the past we don't know yet if it still is is the run game and the running back so uh I, that's why i feel like josh mcdaniels kept so many running backs and he has uh running backs that can do different things like josh jacobs can run the football uh bolden can catch the ball out of the backfield and and uh make t- uh, a creative take it from five yards to 15 to 20 so i i feel like the running backs are going to be uh key for the raiders this weekend I love that, you know, you have that vision to see it because I think a lot of people would expect more of the shiny new weapons and Devontae Adams. Do you think that Devontae connects in the same way with Derek Carr that we had seen in the past with Aaron Rodgers? You know, what's funny is that I had a uh, Paul Gutierrez on Combas uh, for the Chargers preview and I asked him about that. And he said that the ball never hit the floor or the turf when uh, during practice, whenever Derek Carr threw the ball to Devontae Adams. True. And I still, I, I believe all that, but I still think it's going to take them a little bit of time because they didn't play any preseason games. I and I mean, the Patriots defense, and no offense to them, but they're not what they used to be. So I, I and with that joint practice that they had, so I'm interested to see Sunday how quickly they get on the same page because I don't know. That's why I'm saying I think they're going to use the running backs a little bit more and, and they're going to use Hunter and Darren until they get that relationship down between – like everybody thinks it's going to be easy. I don't think it's going to be that easy. I think it's going to take a little bit of time because Aaron's a different quarterback than Derek is. So, uh, obviously, Aaron sometimes would throw it blindly and Devontae would turn around and knew exactly where the ball was going to be. I think that kind of stuff takes a little bit of time, and I'm yeah. just being completely honest. I think that's going to take some time for uh, Devontae and Derek to uh, – to get it down but once they get it down it's going to be a powerful uh connection because i mean everybody's like oh they did it at fresno well that's college dude come on this is the nfl it's going to take a little bit of time it's not going to be that easy so i'm i'm of the mindset that it's going to take them a little bit of time but once that connection gets down it's going to be a a thing of beauty to watch because Devontae adams is such a special receiver and uh and he really does a lot of unique things that we we don't see from other guys Right. And that's what does make him one of the elite receivers in the NFL, no matter how you shake that out. What do you think right now might be the most underrated thing about the Chargers going into face? Uh, well, the Raiders going into L.A. about going into you know this game and seeing like what how it pans out for this team. What, what I guess are you most excited to see from this team that wasn't there in previous years? I mean, to be completely honest, what I'm excited to see or I, like I'm interested to see is uh, Derwin James with more weapons on defense. I mean, l- like last year, if Joey or Derwin missed because of COVID, because of in- this defense looked pedestrian at best. And I'm being completely honest. When Derwin and Joey were both in there, this defense looked like a middle of the pack defense. And they, they sometimes would band-aid uh, some of the issues that they had. 
Why? Because Derwin had over 100 tackles. Joey was getting in there trying to help against the run. Now you get more weapons. You get a, you get Sebastian Joseph Day, Austin Johnson. You got some help on the defensive line. You got some help in the secondary now. Uh, some of the guys have grown up. They, they're playing better. Well, now let's see what Derwin James is going to be able to do. Let's see what Joey Bosa can do with now more help. I want to see what they are going to be able to do this weekend, especially because I'm going to be honest. I think there's going to be times where because of J.C. Jackson, if he does miss the game, I want to see uh, I want to see Derwin James against Devontae Adams. I think that'll be an interesting matchup that uh, that uh, not a lot of people are talking about. And I think Derwin Derwin last year at a at a crucial point in that Chiefs game in week two, he went up against Tyreek Hill and he took Tyreek Hill away from Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. So I'm definitely interested to see if uh, if uh, if Derwin can do that against Devontae. And obviously, I just love watching the matchups against two of the best. And that those are two of the best at their position, so I'm definitely uh, I'm definitely going to be ready to see uh, both of those guys go at it. Oh, this has been so fun, Fernando, talking to you today. And the end here, I've got three rapid fire questions for you, and okay. uh, I'm just going to line them up, and you knock them down. All right, ready? All right. Yep. All right. More fan jerseys in attendance at SoFi. Will it be Raiders. the Raiders? <laughs> Final score, and who wins? Uh, I I said it on uh, Combas and I'll I'll stick to it. I said Chargers thirty four, Raiders twenty seven. I think uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a high scoring game, but uh, I do believe that the Chargers are are on a mission. They uh, they know last year didn't end the way they wanted, and they're going to go into this season a little bit like that pissed off teenager that uh, didn't get their sports car from daddy at sixteen. So I think they're going to try and uh, and take it all and and get what they want. What teenagers is that with the sports car? Oh, man, I wish. All right, so last thing, uh, speaking of cars, better Rolls Royce, John Cena's or Max Crosby's Silver and Black? Ooh. Uh, if that was, was really Cena. nice and it was really shiny, but, but yeah, if that was John Cena. But if, uh, once you get custom, when you, when you get a custom, you're showing people, hey, look what I got. So I'm going to go Max Crosby just because he got it custom made and obviously uh, – I don't want him to hit me on the sideline on uh, Sunday. <laughs> you know, it's really funny, and you'll get this because I know you speak Spanish. When I first saw John Cena's name, I kept calling him John Cena. Cena. <laughs> John that's Dinner. A, that's a good one. That is John that, Dinner. That's a really good one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was a there was actually a wrestler who he was Italian, but he called him John Cena. So like I just start laughing like with an, a thick Italian accent, John Cena, and I just start laughing. I'd be like, "Oh my god!" And obviously, it sounds like Cena there too. So I would just start laughing at that. But John, John Dinner, I love that. That's so good. Well, thank you again so much for joining me. Let everybody know where they can find you and where to find your work this weekend as you cover the Chargers game. I appreciate it, Heidi, for you having me on. I'm at Real Life Ramirez. That is on Twitter, on Instagram, and on TikTok. I'm trying to improve my TikTok Ooh, game. I have no TikTok uh, so, yeah. game. I just stalk people. I, <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've been trying to throw some stuff up there. Some stuff is, uh, has caught on, so I'm excited for that. But, uh, yeah, and I'll be doing some uh, some work for the OC Register this week. So definitely check out my stuff. And you know what? I'm going to throw my, my, my co-host and one of my best friends a bone. Check out the Ram stuff also for Gilbert Manzano. And check out Compass on the Beat. It's honestly different. We're uh, two Latinos covering the NFL, and 
and we literally try and do a lot of different things with with uh with our show so check out compas on the beat and heidi thank you so much you're, like i said you're a compa and thank you so much for for having me on i am honored and thank you so much for the time and as promised right now we're gonna hear from josh mcdaniels a raiders head coach on his preparation his outlook for this game at sofi stadium I think you have to go in, um, you know, feeling comfortable about what you're going to do. Um, uh, the best you can do is is give your players an opportunity to um, an educated opinion on what we might see. Um, uh, you know, we've seen some film from the preseason. It's not extensive in terms of scheme. Uh, it's not extensive in terms of players playing with one another. But um, you know, you have an idea of a roundabout idea about what it's what it's going to be. But I think opening day really is about two things. It's about uh, following your rules, and you're going to find out a lot about yourself. You know, because you may see some things that you have never practiced that week um, that maybe you practiced in the spring or maybe you practiced in training camp. But it comes up because it's a different, you know, something different you didn't expect. Um, and then it's really about, you know, adjusting, you know, if you need to, uh, which there's probably been very few opening days that I've been a part of where that hasn't been a necessity to some degree. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be a huge swing in one direction or the other. But, you know, if you if you're seeing something that for the first time, you know, you may need to go over there and have a conversation about how we handle it on defense or special teams or offense, or whatever it may be, um, and then make a subtle adjustment, you know, and try to, you know, keep playing. But um, most of us are going to go out there and try to do what we know how to do, you know, and kind of let the game come to us a little bit. Um, you know, every once in a while you play somebody that, you know, will give you some some stuff, you know. So um, we're going to prepare for what, we, what we've seen. We can't really prepare for the things we don't know. Uh, so we're just going to focus on the things we can see on film and the players that we know are going to be there. And uh, we'll adjust if we need to. You know, and, and hopefully, you know, we're going to present some of those to somebody too at some point, you know what I mean? Like I said, uh, um, you don't go into opening day and it's just vanilla ice cream, you know. Usually there's maybe some chocolate and some sprinkles somewhere, but I mean, you know, you, you, you know, it's probably a little bit more toned down on opening day because you're not exactly sure, but, um, you know, we just got to make sure we know what's in our cone, you know what I mean, to start the game, you know, and figure out exactly how we're going to, you know, play the game on our terms and, you know, and so let, let our guys go out there and know what their assignments are, be confident in what they're doing, you know, and then once it happens, uh, yeah, there's the, the strategic part of it is fun, you know, I mean. That's why we do this, you know, and, and there's great coaches on the other sideline this week, and there is every week. And so they're going to present some challenges to us. We know that. Um, that's That won't be the first time. And so uh, that's our responsibility to try to, you know, pr provide our players with an answer or a solution if there's something that's, that's bothering us. And uh, we'll try to do that as quickly as we can. And right now, as promised, the locker room sounds. Locker rooms are back for the 2022 season, and I was able to get up close with some of your favorite players. Max Crosby, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, Colton Miller, 
Devontae Adams, Jakob Johnson, and Isaiah Palomal. I asked all of them what they felt about the energy that this team has behind it as they head into their 2022 season. I will leave you with this, so don't forget to hit subscribe wherever you listen, and also check out VegasNation.com this weekend. We will have you stacked with all of the coverage from before the game to all the way after and everything in between. Keep up with us and follow me on Twitter at Heidi Fang. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Coach McDaniels was talking about the synergy this team has, the chemistry. What is it about this team that feels different from years before? Um, honestly, like I don't, you know, every year has been incredible. It's been a great experience, uh, no matter who's here. So, um, you know, I'm not putting shade on anybody else. You know, it's uh, it's been a new experience every year, and this one's been great as well. So, um, we have great guys in this locker room. Um, we have guys that are locked in and love football. So, yeah, you know, that's all you can ask for at the end of the day. Guys are going to come in and be dedicated to what they um, what they do. And uh, I feel like top to bottom we have those guys um, from the coaching staff all the way down to the players. So it's super, you know, it's super exciting when you show up in the building. You know guys are doing extra work and not just showing up and getting out the building. Like that's what, it, that's what it's all about. And that's what you got to do to win championships and be and be great. So, um, you know, I feel like we have those uh, type of guys that, that want to be great. Um, we just got to keep building out what we, what we already started. What's the timetable on Baby Girl right now? Honestly, it could be any day now. Um, we're we're down. We're getting to you know crunch time. There's about technically three weeks, but uh, you know it could be any day. She's uh, you know she's she's going through it a little bit right now. I don't think I've been around as many like star players who are just like like really just unselfish. They're really about the team environment. Like you look at. Chandler Jones, Devontae Adams, uh, guys like that, they're really about just enjoying and enjoying the process, enjoying getting better, um, enjoying the lift, enjoying the practice when it gets late into it and it's a little bit of a drag. Like, you know, guys are trying to lift people up around each other and just have fun and laugh and do things like that. So I think it's just, you know, guys wanting to be a part of something big as opposed to just wanting something for themselves. I feel like that's what takes a team with special talent to the places that they want to go. And we have a good rookie class and good younger guys. I, I feel like I'm still a younger guy, even though I'm going into my fourth year. Um, but yeah, there's always a, you know, we had this weekend off. And so we, you know, got to, some people got to go home. Some people got to spend more time with their families. And so um, I think it's kind of a shift in everybody. Like, all right, this is game week. Let's go. Every team is new. Every year is new, you know, new coaching staff, obviously. And so that's one thing we've tried to instill in, in the group. And they've tried to instill in us is just, you know, caring about each other and being great teammates because that's ultimately, you know, what, what leads to success. And so, um, you know, everyone enjoys everyone around here and it's been a really good group of guys to work with every day. I feel like this is a team that's we've really been together for uh, uh, there's a lot there's a lot of new pieces, um, but I feel like everyone's sort of like bought in um, and uh, adopted to this, uh, you know, this uh, this energy that that's coming, so uh, I'm real. I'm really excited for it. Every team is different, you know. Even if you, you know, next year's team will be different from this year's team. So, um, hey, Derek. Um, but it's, it's it's hard to say because you kind of got to play some games with with the guys first and find out, you know, establish your identity as a football team. But um, just based off of the the energy within each player and. Um, you know, it's a lot of new faces in this building too, so you can see that it's a kind of a rejuvenated feeling. You know, having some some new people and and obviously the new coaches in here as well. So um, I'm I'm just excited to get out there with those guys. I mean, putting in a lot of work since day one, so 
So now we'll have an opportunity to go out and show everybody what we've been working on. It's been great, you know, like we uh, we started we started you know uh, our our off season program a little bit earlier than everybody else. Started training camp a little bit earlier than everybody else. So uh, it really feels like we we've been together for a really long time. Uh, you know, even though it's been a, just this year, you know, and I'm I'm just glad to be a part of it. You know, it's been a lot of fun and uh, I've got a lot of work to do, but you know, it's it's it's, it's always fun to work with guys that you get along with. Energetic, honestly. You know, every day you always got somebody new trying to bring some juice, bring some energy to the game. So, you know, it's definitely uh, fun being around here. You know, everybody's been real open and real family-like trying to bring me in. So it's definitely been fun, I'll say that. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today.